The comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. Good afternoon. It is Friday of God and Country here on The View from a Pew. I'm Mac McCoy. Thanks for listening. My co-host Delmar Austin in the house as we wrap up a week-long conversation of God and country. Now, I've interviewed, uh, I've introduced everybody here except the most important person, well, the second most important person in the room, and that's my dog, Picasso. And he is sitting behind uh, Delmar on a chair, and I have to tell you a little story. Uh, when I got him, he was just a few days old, and I nursed him and bottle fed him and held him and he used to crawl up on my back and when I would do the radio shows that's where he would be he would be on my neck and now you should always see him on the chair and today he is in the picture and he is 19 years old this year and and I want to thank God for blessing me with such a great uh, companion to spend my life with amen pets are good yeah they are all right Delmar God and Country part four a special role in history That's America. I believe America has a special role. I believe that God's hand has been involved in the development and and in the workings of America and the directions America has taken. I don't uh, condone everything that's happened just because it happened in America. There have been bumps along the way. But I want to talk about that special role. Now, people a lot today are talking about manifest destiny, what is that? What is that about? Well, this comes from, it's a definition that comes from even the Smithsonian. So the Smithsonian knows pretty much what they're talking about. They say manifest destiny is the 19th century doctrine or belief that the expansion of the U.S. throughout the American continents was both justified and inevitable. And their, their argument is that okay, we had this kind of viewpoint, and so that's why we just took land. We took it away from the uh, American Indians. We uh, uh, did what we wanted to to take over this country and establish ourselves, and we said it was from God. Well, there is some truth in part of that view, and yet at the same time, that does not mean that God did not have a role in our country and that God did not have a purpose for our being here. And I'd like to start out again thinking back about how our country got started by European Americans that were coming over. Now, now why is the focus on European Americans? There were uh, indigenous people that already lived here, yep. but Christianity was basically not here. There was some missionary work that had been done, but very little. And this was the time that colonization began, and colonization began with, uh, at least at the first, mainly Christian people that yep. came over. Yep. The, the pilgrims that came over were separatists. 
separatists that couldn't get along in England with the Church of England and were being persecuted and they'd gone to Holland and then they came over here to America to establish a colony here. They were Christians and they were also, I guess what we would probably call evangelical Christians, they were Bible-believing Christians that came over here and helped to establish Christianity. There were others, like some of, of my relatives, that were Huguenots. These were uh, French Protestants that also came over and established places here in America. There were other groups like Anabaptists, Puritans, and others. Why did they come over? Why were they colonizing over here? Their purpose was for religious liberty because they had been in countries where the government or the church was persecuting them. And even to the point of death, they were losing their lives sometimes over religious disputes. And they wanted the opportunity of being in a new land, and they saw America as an opportunity. And I believe that God had a hand in allowing them to come over to this land where there was some land available. Yes, I know there were indigenous people here. And by the way, not all of the first contacts that we had with American Indians were bad. Some of them were good. Some yeah. were actually, uh, were, they were able to work things out. As time went by, there became more and more conflicts. Yes, And uh, that's why some of the Indian wars took place. But uh, and, I, and just for what it's worth, I think we were wrong. Well, I think I wish we'd go back and could and fix that. I think we could have done it better. Yeah, I think we could have worked with the populations that lived here and found a. They had they had more space. They had more room that they could absorb more people. And I think they it, it could have worked if yeah. we had people on both sides that were willing to try to make it work. One of the people that comes in early, I think it's to the Massachusetts Bay Colony, is a man by the name of Roger Williams. He is a big name in terms of religious freedom because many of the groups that came over said, okay, now we have freedom to practice what we believe. But if you're part of our group, part of our colony, you got to do it our way. Uh-oh. <laughs> so we want religious freedom, but you individually don't get it. You've got to live by the rules of the whole community here. And Roger Williams said, when it comes to religion, government should not be telling you what to do. Correct. And so Roger Williams gets thrown out of the Massachusetts Bay Colony, and he forms his own colony in Rhode Island. But Roger Williams is the one that stands for a more complete kind of religious uh, liberty and says everybody has the right to be together and live according to the dictates of their own conscience. Isn't it Rhode Island whose uh, uh, theme is don't tread on me? Or maybe that's Connecticut. I think it's one of the eastern states, but yeah. it uh, okay. confuses me right now. Now, what was taking place at this time over in Europe? This is where all these groups are coming from. These, these are Christian, Bible-believing Christians coming over to America. They're looking for religious freedom. There's, there's wars going on in Europe, and they go on for a couple hundred years between Catholics and Protestants. Yeah. 
you know, Protestants have set out a new direction. Catholics are unhappy about that. You know, the if you read the history of England, how England went back and forth for a while between Catholic and Protestant, and they were always persecuting each other and how difficult. No wonder people came over here to America to try to find religious freedom so that they could live the way that they believed God was telling them. Democracy is a value that these, these new, uh, these people that had now come, these immigrants who had, which had come to America, democracy was one of the values because they had seen too much of it the other way. They yeah. said, and this is their own quotes, they wanted to be in a place with no kings and no popes. Right. Because it was the king that was telling them what to do, or it was the pope that was telling them what to do, and they wanted to live according to their conscience. So what happens? Well, we need a democratic form of government. So, of course, they were very supportive of seeing democracy established in this country. Well, and it was Abraham Lincoln that that fought the hardest, uh, along with other uh, Puritans or beginners of this country, uh, who wanted to make sure that we had a democracy that was not mandated by religion. It's interesting in the speech that Lincoln makes at Gettysburg. Everybody knows this real well. Four score and <laughs> 20 years. Seven years. Four score seven. and seven. Okay. Listen to these words, though. He says, we are now engaged in a great civil war. They were in the middle of the war still testing whether that nation or any nation so conceived and so dedicated can long endure. We were conceived as a nation that believed in democracy and equality, right? Yep. Every man has the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's what we wrote anyway. Yeah. And, and so now we're beginning to realize that we're saying we can't, we can't deal with slavery and we can't have that going anymore and be living up to our ideals. Right. And so, so here is this nation, and we're in the middle of this terrible conflict that's tearing us apart. But we, we were conceived in this way. God was leading to provi provide a place in this world where there was religious freedom and where there was democracy. Why? Because God cares about our choice. He cares about our, the ability to choose. And, and I believe, as Christians, we really ought to care about those things, too. Those values are very important. So as we wrap up this week on God and country, what roles do you think the United States plays in the world today affecting the world order. Well, you know, there's probably a lot of ways that the United States uh, does that. And, and, and not everything we've done has always been positive, but many things we have done have been positive yeah. in this world. Uh, establishing the Peace Corps and having people go out in different parts of the world as representatives uh, of, you know, and trying to help build uh, up other nations and give people a better life. When, when Reagan says, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall, that's, that's using American influence to try to say, that's not the way that, that you ought to live in this world. There ought yeah. to be freedom. There ought to be democracy that takes place. What we are 
even doing in the Ukraine, and that may be a little bit more muddled today, but we are trying to stand up for a, for a country that wanted to have their own, voted democratically to have their own nation. Well, and they did for years. Yes, they did. And, and now here's an authority, authoritative power that's trying to take over what, what we can do to try to uh, help uh, lift up these values, the values of democracy and equality, I think is very good. And I think God has a hand in those things. But, you know, we have kind of lost our moral compass. You know, sometimes I think we're Sodom and Gomorrah part two. Well, there's no question about that. And uh, that's just one of the things that we've had a very blind spot at. And, you know, other people have said this and made the comparison, but the Roman Empire, the great powerful Roman Empire, didn't fall overnight. It slowly fell apart. Yeah. And it had a lot to do with uh, morals or lack of morals. And, and Mac, we're, we're running out of time on the show, but... Can I come back and talk about God and country, too? Because I really think this is an important topic. All right. We'll, we'll uh, do that all next week. Okay. I think we can find a lot still you're, to you're talk You're not out running about. around the countryside. I'm, I'm not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be, well, I'm going to be celebrating the 4th of July, but I will be around, okay? All right. All right, we thank you very much for listening. This is The View from a Pew, and it is on YouTube at youtube.com. Search for The View from a Pew, and on whatever pod site, podcast site you use to listen to your favorite shows, you can now hear The View from a Pew. Simply search for it on all the pod sites out there. I'm Mac McCoy. You guys have a great weekend, and remember that we love you. And we ask that you grant forgiveness to all those people who are eating your lunch between your ears. They don't belong there, but it's up to you to forgive them. Forgive yourself. Move forward. And you and Jesus have a great weekend. God bless America.